Hello, my name's Dave, and I'm the guy that puts this stuff together. Today's episode is part one in a two-part GBA special where we journey with my 93-year-old dad back to the places that he grew up. Testing. My dad is hard of hearing, has some mobility issues, etc., and has mild dementia. Yes, well... This is a journey we've been talking about doing for a long time, and we finally managed to schedule it. Also on this journey are my sister Rosie and my 12-year-old niece Brianna. Me and Brianna are in the back of the car, my sister is driving, and my dad is holding the mic. Oh, would you could pass through Bath? Yeah. Yeah. I need to get better. Please make me better. I want to get better. Better. Better acquainted with you. Today we're getting better acquainted with my dad and his childhood. Um, I guess. We'll see what we get better acquainted with. We took you in a car to the house that you were born in is that right or you grew up in that's from a conversation that me and my dad recorded in my sister's flat in Bristol later that day and in today's episode I'll be cutting between that and recordings from the journey that we took earlier that day it's very nice of you to bring us back that's fine I mean we could go on the train I know but it's going to be so much more hassle for you guys to go on the train than it is for me to just do the driving well yes (laughs) it makes it easier for us and harder for you no but I mean (laughs) it's it's very nice the increase in difficulty will be more for you getting the train than it will for me driving you back yes I mean it's a normal thing I know but it's very nice of you to do it Yes, this already reminds me, this kind of journey reminds me of years and years and years of travelling up and down the motorways. I'm sure. You know, driving. If you're finding it hard to make out some some people's people's voices. Or in my own car. Or you find the background sound distracting. Usually on that too. On the far Then I think that means you might have some idea of how my dad experiences the world and then the adventure begins yeah. <laughs> if you find this episode hard to follow yes, I see. and then come down the portway yeah. if emails. you find it yeah. repetitive or confusing we are now going over the river Avon are we? this is what we're doing right this minute oh, yeah. so we're it's underneath us now then again no, I think you might Bristol have some idea path. Of how my dad well, the river yeah, can river experience river the world. Lots of places around it. Twists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we well, go over it again. Can I go across the river Avon as a school trip? We've done lots of. I mean, we just went across the River Avon then, so you've been across the River then Avon. We must go back across. You it. went on a boat on the River Avon, didn't you? Also gives you an idea of what it was like driving in that car in the back, listening to this on headphones. An old-fashioned boat. 
And I've edited this episode with that in mind to a certain extent, wanting to give people the experience of what it was like that day for all of us and also an idea of what it's like being my dad in the world. And what it's like being someone who interacts with my dad in the world. big memories of was Frampton on Seven. That's where my, so my, gran- my grandparents moved there, and um, my father, my father died there. So did he? That was after. Frampton on seven. When I was in the his dad died. Yeah, in the in the war. After the war. We just, might want to look that up on the just after I don't the know war. where Frampton on seven Oh no, is. that's a long yeah. way away. Yeah. I've heard of Frampton Cottrell, but not Frampton on seven. Uh, no, Frampton Cottrell. That was my mother had something to do with that when she was yeah. young. I think she lived. Dave will have a little look on the map. But I've never been to Frampton Cottrell. No. Dave will have a look on the map for Frampton on for seven. For people finding the sounds of the motorway a little bit much do not worry we will not be spending the entire journey on the motorway and we will be going back to my sister's kitchen for substantial chunks of the episode how many uncles did you have you said you had uncles living everywhere how many uncles did you have what living in bristol living around yeah um not all that many living around uh, most of them lived, you know, some of them lived in Liverpool and other places. No? So you had, we had a lot Uncle altogether. Colin, we had, I had Uncle Colin living in Bristol. He was the youngest son of my mother's parents, my maternal grandparents. Taking the turn off at Edelman. Yeah, yeah. He, he lived in Bristol with his wife. The extra voice um, you can hear is the voice of the sat-nav. And... Uncle Hiller at that time lived in Bristol. I think he was the one who lived in Filton. Or he worked in Filton. I'm not sure where he worked, where he lived. That was it. And apart from that, it was my grandparents. Yeah. One lot lived in Hawfield and one lot lived, I'm not sure, either in Cottam or um, near Cottam. Yeah. Near Clifton Down. Near, uh, yeah. Near Clifton Down Station. Yeah. Yeah, near White Ladies Road. Yes. As you hear there with White Ladies Road, the names of the streets in Bristol do remind us of our shameful colonial past. So we're coming off now. The Avonmouth turn off. Yeah. So we're getting very close to Shorehampton. Yes. Well, Avonmouth is where my, f- my father worked, the docks at Avonmouth. We're going to go through them. Yeah, we're going to go through Avonmouth Are we? as well. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I ever went there with him particularly. No, but it's just the way to Shorehampton. That's where he lived. That's where he worked. Here, so. Yeah. I used to go to Porter's Head from across the Avon. Yeah, I mean, we could have carried on down the M5 to Porter's Head. Ah. Uh, Do you want to? No, no, no. no. 
and for people who experience ASMR. I'm sorry that we aren't spending all of this episode in the car, as I think that many of the sounds in the background will potentially bring you some pleasure. And uh, I'm sorry that I can't provide you that for the full hour. Remember whether we travelled up the fort way to get to? Yes, with the yellow circle. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes, it's right beside the river, so we probably did travel up it. Yeah, so we're not going much through. We didn't come up by car. I can't remember how we did come up. My father, we didn't come up by car. I don't think. Kind of walk. Onto the portway, right? So this is the portway. Yeah, we came up the river. And we need to see mills in there. Which is the portway? This is the portway. This way. is the portway. This one. Yeah. Yeah. So we will come down here now to see mills. Yes. If yes, you can't yes. quite well, make out my niece, she is yeah. telling a story about yes. how her and her mum had gone out searching for Christmas lights. That's how she knows the local area that we're driving through. Crescent. And it was, was it 31? I think it was yeah, 31. I think that's what you said to me. So 31 the Crescent. 31 the Crescent. Yeah, it, we were up off Portway because not, we were... Yeah, it's where, not far from we were where The school was this side and then there was a, quite a gap and then there was this road which you came up to from Bristol yeah. and you turn right from that down to the Crescent. The Shirehampton Road is the main road you're thinking that goes into Bristol. Yes, yes, that's the one, this one, I think. That'll be this one, yeah. yeah. No, I think this is changed. So it's going to be a right and then a left onto the Crescent. That's what Dave says with the map. Um, Blaze Castle is to the yes, left. Yes, but I used to walk across and down this Well, I'm sure that, yeah, Let the walks see, would have been a bit. We can, go and walk, we can walk it in a minute. I don't necessarily walk. Is this so this is the Shirehampton Road, yes. And then the first left should be the Crescent. It should be. So this should be it. All the houses look a bit new, but we'll, well see. Well, now, wait a minute. That means that this I This is came the up. Crescent. Yes. This is it. Yeah, OK. It's quite near the beginning, so... The houses are looking a bit new, aren't they? Well, it's on the right. On the right, OK. Wait a minute, and it's just That's before a road. That's 49, yes. yeah. It's down a bit. So it's it's before be a road. Wait a minute. And it's what it's if it's uh, these are the council houses. Forty one, so a bit further. No, it's further. Yes, because that's the way I used to come in the stone there. So it'll be across that one. Yes, it's further. It's over there. That's the way I used to come in from school. Yeah, that makes sense. I think probably. I think. Now wait a minute. Take it easy here because 
I mean, this will be where we park. Well, no, that's not quite a parking space. I think it was. There's four. There are fours, and there should be a double house. So it's the brownie one. It's a double one on its own. Could be this one. It is this one. Yes, that looks like it. This is it. Yes, that looks like it. This is 31? Yeah, I think that's it. So this it's is changed it. I mean, it, it's. I'm sure um, it has. That looks very uh, newly done on the outside. They've put, you know, what yeah. the surface was, was brick like the other. Like all the others. others. Yeah. I think it's that one. Well, that yes, is Yes, and there's a road up there, which yeah. makes sense. Yeah. This is 31, which is what you've been saying the whole time. As soon yeah. as you saw the map, you yes. said 31. Yeah. And this is it. Well, we can get out. Yeah. We can, yeah. Right, so uh, it, it was interesting that the house was not at all like it had been 80 years ago, uh, 70 or 70 something years ago, when it was built. It was built as a council house, and my parents were renting it when I was in it. Uh, but it's since been obviously part of the sort of whole Thatcherite thing of selling off council houses. Um, and it's been changed tremendously. So much so that even the inside geography of it, which I was hoping that I was hoping that I, if I could get on enough well enough with the people who are living there, that I would have a chance to walk, go in the house, walk up to my see my bedroom where I'd slept when I had um, scarlet fever and pulled things up, presents up from outside because I had to live in isolation. And, that, and I also thought I'd be able to go into the front living room where I'd played with toy soldiers. Um, but, but in fact, the whole inner geography of the house was totally changed. Um, so it didn't really feel like going back to the same place. But I knew it was geographically, so I was very pleased to have seen it. Um, but it had no relationship to how it had been when I knew it. And the same is true with the garden, the back garden. Um, beyond the back garden, there were houses built, whereas when I lived there, beyond the back garden, there was a field. Right, and even the front of the house had changed, I guess, because like, it, yes. it wasn't even red brick anymore. No, it wasn't red brick. It was had it been coated, yeah. hadn't it? Yeah. I've forgotten the word. I think it's pebble-dashed, but I might uh, yeah. be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was very. It looked very different. Even, yes, I mean not just that house. All the other houses in the road looked from outside looked incredibly different because there had be it had simply been a, a four four houses together and then two houses together and then four houses together. You know, in one attachment um, or, uh, down the whole road built as identical council council houses. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what, were you, were you, so you, you were quite disappointed, I guess, in some ways by it. In a way, yes. I mean, I remembered that road as it had been as the place in which I, I used to play with my friends. In those days, you played in the street. You played outside. I had a tricycle, I remember. And I used to, um, you know, we had, we had, I can remember some of the kind of games we had, and that sort of thing. But the house, the house and the street, the actual geographical appearance of the of the area of any one house or looking around the whole street, 
was totally changed. So changed that there was no reference from how it how it is now to how it was. Right. I mean, it's it's actually more than seventy years. You said seventy earlier on, but it's actually at least eighty. I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I was there when I was five, wasn't I? Yeah, and I'm ninety three. So, right. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, when so much change. I mean, like you, you've said quite a lot today. I guess that that that. that all areas changed so much that you know it it was going to be really it's, it was hard actually to f- to recapture the memories yeah, yeah it was but then yeah. it, it sounds to me like you don't need to recapture the memories no, in no, a way no. though you've got them really crystal clear compared no, to a lot no, of your I'm memories not now pointed i'm just interested to see that you know that the, the, that the change is so enormous that it can the reflection that you sort of imagine is Reference from one to the other sort of seems to just be impossible, right? You know, so you remember how it was as a different place, right? And you see that here's a new place where where the place that I do remember was. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I I, I can kind of relate to this experience because I mean, obviously, doing getting better acquainted, I've gone back to a lot of the different places that I used to live, and I've yeah. seen them, and they've been the past kind of coated over the present and it's you sort of see two histories at the same time or lots of histories because you for me in Cardiff I've been lots of ages so I see lots of different kinds of moments of time I mean so I mean I guess you're doing that but I mean this is these are very strong memories for you Uh, a time when you're not got very much in the way of memory generally you're really crystal clear on these childhood memories right I mean I've got much more memory um, uh, I mean, the memory I have after that, of course, is 14 Pine Avenue, West Wickham, you know, in Beckenham, which, by, which then was a, um, an outer suburb of London. And I remember that much better. And I had, I mean, it, one of the early years when I was up here and I moved up from Cardiff, I went back to look at right. that. And here in this context and, is, and is London. Totally the same. I mean, it was as I remembered it, you know. Um, so, but, but of course, I was not looking back so far. Right. No, I was looking back to. I mean, I was. I, we moved to London when I was eight. I think eight or nine. And now we're cutting back to earlier in the day outside my dad's childhood house. So, as a six-year-old, you used to play on play this here, room. yeah, because I lived in there. If if I lived. If there. you lived in there, but we think you did. It makes sense. It's bigger than the others, which is what you were saying. Yeah. It's the same number you said. Yeah. It's in the right place for what you've been talking about. Well. Looks like they're doing some work in there. Some renovation work. Really? I think so. Shall I go and knock on the door? I don't see why not. I come with you. Well, yeah, okay. Do you want want to do that? Yeah. All right. Just the two of us. Yeah, me and Ray will wait back here. Well, maybe we want to walk around the other side of the car. So my dad and me look quite confusing, I think, to somebody who's opening a door to us. I've got a microphone in my hand. Is it wrong, I have now. And my dad's body language... Hello. Good day. I wonder if I dare speak to you about this. ...is quite strange in this moment. When it was built, when it was... 
and the reaction of the guy that he's talking to initially was quite hostile and defensive. I don't know if that comes across, uh, but as we spent more time with him, he warmed to us and then later he came out and had a chat with us, which I haven't used in the episode. Is it a council house? No, it's not. Not. You can have two minutes. Thank you very much. What's your name? His name Pickering, is Peter Pickering. Peter Pickering. They won't know that here. This no. is 90 years Come ago. On. Not, not oh, quite 90. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just look downstairs. Yes, that would, I mean, that would give me an idea. There were two rooms at the time, front room and a back room. Right. Is that right now? Definitely changed. Has the whole place been changed? I, well, I think they've probably put that in, yeah. Yes, I mean, there was a room here. Right. And another room at the back. Right. But I think, I thought you had to go... Right. The other voices okay, it, that you can hear there. were Could provided by there? BBC there Radio there? 4, I think. It's no, a, a radio there, drama that's playing in there. the background. I think there was a side door into yeah. this room. Yeah. I used to play in this room. Uh, right, but it has definitely been, you know, yeah, I think completely the council, drastically I think the council did a lot of changes to it in the... Well, I reckon uh, probably... they put a, There was a back boiler in there. Yes, and they and they put a gas fire in there. And so they, are you living here now? No, I'm not. I'm the father of the of uh, well, my daughter's living in here. Yes. Yeah. And how many rooms has it got? How many bedrooms has it got? Three. I'm trying to think. Yeah, there's yes. been no alterations upstairs. No, I think it was three. Yes, yeah. I, I think this in, is the place. There's a front bedroom. Sense. There's a front bedroom there, isn't there? Up. Yeah, there's right. a front bedroom. Yeah, uh, that was my bedroom. There's a front bedroom on the corner. There's a front bedroom here. Yeah. And then there's a bathroom there, yeah. small one, and a, and a room over there. But it has been completely changed has as it? a house. You know, if you walked into it, you didn't, you wouldn't know that it was the same house. Right. Well, maybe down here, it sounds like it's the same upstairs. Well, yes, but you say it. Yeah, but I guess all the, de the decorations are going to be completely different. Yeah. And also, when you're a kid, you see everything very oh, differently. I know, I know, I know. You know. Yeah. So well, you're six, Peter's... I'm Peter's son. Uh, son. What yeah. I was five, that's right. I was five the year... Yeah, I'm his youngest son. There's, right, there's okay. plenty older than me. Um, but yeah, Peter Pickering. Anyway, thank you very much. Right. No, you're, yes. you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Well, that's. Yeah. Well, thank you very much yeah, for, for letting thank us you. have it a look around. Totally different. Yeah. You know, I thought maybe when I went in there would yeah. be some sort of yeah. feeling of resemblance. Right. right. But there's absolutely no feeling except for that. You know, looking from outside, I know where it is. Yeah. And uh, well, thank okay. you very you're much. Welcome. Thanks for your time. <laughs> Maybe that area is more likely to have stayed the same. You know, my understanding is there parts of... Yes, it does have. It has stayed much more the same. I mean, there are differences, you know, obviously changes in building and that, but it is much more the same. It is. It doesn't look different. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's sort of structurally roughly the same and, you know, in every way. Well, the area we were looking at today, they were more village-like, and now they've be kind of... They're almost part of Bristol now, yeah. I would say. Yeah, that sort of thing, yeah. Oh, yes, I mean, what was the place we were looking at? Uh, Westbury. Westbury on Trim. Yes, I mean, that, how I remember it, was literally walking across from Sea Mills along... I, maybe along a road, but certainly through a relatively agricultural area, and then this house, go, you know, which had a shattered little stream running down the middle of it, because that's what I used to like about it. Right. I, you know. And that's your that's your great aunt. 
That was my great aunt, yeah. And that leads me on to another kind of thing I was interested in today. I hadn't really thought about it. I, I guess I'd started to think about it in the last couple of conversations that we've had, but I, it's been kind of bugging at me and making me think, hang on, that's something that I need to sort of unpick a little bit. Because, so, you know, it seems to me that there's lots of branches of your family and my family, by extension, that you don't have any contact with. And so they're kind of lost branches of our family tree. Well, yes. I mean, where do you mean? I mean, certainly my... I mean, after my father died and I came back after the war, his his family didn't keep in touch with me. And I... I didn't make an attempt to keep in touch with them for some strange reason. I just accepted. Somehow I accepted when I came back that, you know, family's not there. There's not a family there. And then the same thing applied to a mother's family, um, but in a totally different way, because, I mean, she didn't die, she was alive. But, but I remember after we moved to West Wickham, we did go back for a few years to my grandparents in Bristol for Christmas, but, th- but that's all sort of stopped. And by the time I came back from the war, there was no relationship left. My, the two, my two, the two grandparents had died, of course. Right. One, yes, one, one of them died actually when I, the year after I came back from the war. That's right, she did. But I, but so I had no, I had no real running contact with these families, to hand on in a sense. You know, I mean, if I did, some of them would be, um, well, not exactly great uncles to you, but they have, you know, well, they. they yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it seems to me that you've, you, you, what, what it is is your cousins uh, would have had some kind of relationship to me. I don't know how that works. I did have cousins. Exactly. And, and so, like, so you were an only child, but, yeah. but neither of your parents were only children. Is that right? No. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> right. yes, it is. Yeah, my mother had five, my mother had five brothers. Right, and my father had two sisters. Right. I mean, when I was trained to sort of block out family trees for kind of kids, uh, you put like an X uh, when like the, the kind of parts of the family tree you don't know uh, in order to get by. And I, I actually chose to do uh, my niece. So uh, there were lots of parts of her family that I had no idea of. Um, but I hadn't even thought of how there's loads of parts of my family tree that I have no idea of, like my direct ancestors, I guess. Like, so what, why, I mean, so you don't know why you lost touch? No, I mean, you do have, the, the, you do have your mother's, Family relationship still, you know. You still see Uncle What's His Name. And, I see. I still see Auntie Margaret and Uncle Willie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. No. Uh, I don't know why it was so. That they didn't have sort of family. Of course, my mother, my mother and my father broke up. And his parents, I did know slightly after that, because they moved to that uh, lovely place by the Seven that I was talking about, Frampton-on-Seven. And um, I I remember them. We still went there up to the time he got the illness, you know, the TB, for which he eventually died. Up until then, certainly, we did see them occasionally, thinking about it. 
because I used to go down and stay in Frampton. I used to love Frampton. I still do, or still would, uh, love Frampton on Severn. It was a beautiful place. I mean, in regards to your father's side of the family, it kind of makes sense. He's, he died, and your mum isn't connected to him anymore because she'd already split up with him. Yeah. So it would have been on him, really, to have kept you in touch with his side of the family, and since he wasn't there, yeah, well, it, that makes sense. But your mum's yeah. side, I guess, makes less sense because she was there. So, she, so oh, yeah, she was, yeah. She wasn't... Well, maybe she wasn't in touch with them herself. Right. I think there was something... I think it was that. I mean, did, you didn't really have a relationship with your mum where you would have talked to her about, like, no. me and you talk like friends no. and contemporaries. We wouldn't talk like this, no. Yeah. Uh, how would we? I don't know. No, but, I mean, I wasn't... I, I didn't have intimate relations with my mother right. as I did with my father. Right. You know? I mean, had he been alive... Yeah. I would have had the kind of conversations we have now, you know, because after all, I didn't see him at, like, 16. I hadn't seen him. Then I went in the army. But when I came back in my early 20s, if he had been alive, we would have had the sort of relationship you and I have. I mean, this, it's interesting to think that there's all of these kind of people out there that could be related to me. I mean, that's kind of the kind of information that, you know, it's useful to know, you know, genetically speaking. Yeah, the ones who are related to me. I mean, like five, my mother's five brothers, that's five uncles. It's a lot of And I haven't seen, I I saw one when my mother died, saw one once. I hadn't seen any of them for a long time before, and I haven't seen any of them since. Right. And your mum was a Tory and your dad was voted Labour, right? Yeah. And, like... And uh, yeah, my mother voted Conservative and he voted Labour, yeah. Right. I mean, they were both, like, that's... I mean, so they came from different backgrounds. What were their backgrounds? What were their backgrounds? Yeah. Uh, her father was a... Uh, I've forgotten the word for it now. Uh, something traveller, commercial traveller. Her father was a commercial traveller. What does, what does that mean? You know, he travel around trying to sell things to shops, sort of sell, you know. Okay, like a, like a travelling salesperson yeah. who sells to yeah. shops rather than individuals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he had a car and he used to go out, continually go on off to various shops. That was, her, that was my, uh, my mother's side. My father's um, father had been a, I forget what, but it was something that he did. Something you did. I've forgotten the word. What? Give me a clue for the word. Well, it, it, I mean, to say he had an activity, like, like you might say, sewing, but not sewing. Uh, it's a word near to sewing. It, Taylor? No. Um, a word near to sewing. Or, with, no. or connects with sewing in a way. Like a haberdasher? No, something. Anyway, he had that. He had some sort of a say so a trade. Trade like that, yes. And they were actually. Um, they originally came over with one of the groups who came to this country, whose name again I've forgotten. Oh, or, I, I quite like us to remember that one. Yeah. Uh, so what? His so that he 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 was what 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 kind of a group? Huguenots, something like uh, Huguenots. So, so they were Huguenots. So were they not? Maybe he was a haberdasher then, because haberdashers yeah, uh, Huguenots were haberdashers. I think it was Huguenot. Yeah, I think it was Huguenot. So which that's your dad's dad? Uh, yeah. 
Your dad's dad was a he, was a was had, yeah, came over with the Huguenots. His wife was English. Right. Was he descended from Huguenots, or was he had he come over I himself? Know. I say he. Oh yeah, I think he was probably descended. Yeah. I don't know when the Huguenots came over. I Do think you, it was fifteen hundreds or something like that. Oh, yeah. No, no. It was, yeah. So he can't have been. He wasn't no, no. alive in the fifteen hundreds, no, no. but he could have. He could have still come over later. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So that's the men. What about the women? Yeah, the women. They were housewives, I guess. Uh, yeah. So well, my grandmother. Yeah, I think they were both housewives. I don't remember any, you know, any job in relation to them. Before they were certainly housewives by then, you know, as, as married women. That's what they. They didn't work then. Uh, oh. No, I don't. I think I don't know that they had worked before. Okay. My mother had actually. My mother worked as a shorthand typist. And, what, and then when they split, like when they when they split up, she worked again, right? As well, your mother. Yeah, she didn't work while they were together. Right. But when they when they split up, she worked a bit. But she got her house. She got the house for some reason. But uh, she worked a bit with a local gardening. That's sort of. That was the sort of job that it was involved, okay. and she went on doing that then through the war. When I, you know, when I gone, she went, she went all through, right through the war, and after it, she did that. Right. And then she became a rent collector. Right. And she was actually collecting rents, but if people had difficulty paying that, she made great suggestions about how they should handle it. You know, handle it. And sometimes she actually paid somebody's rent for them for that week or month or whatever she was, the period was, um, and it advised them on how you know how they should handle the situation of their lives, you know, and their poverty and that, and then paid for it. That's actually a very well. That's a very nice thing to do, isn't it? I mean, it's a very honourable way of doing that job. It was, yeah. And so, right, so both of your grandparents lived in Bristol, right? That's yeah. why we're in Bristol now. Yeah. I mean, like, w- did they both come, like, had their, f- their families both come, like, would they both come from Brist- Bristol area or had they moved from I another part of the country? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It's interesting. I don't know. I mean, I knew they were here, but I don't have any back history beyond them themselves. And were you born in Bristol? Or- no, I was born in Manchester. <laughs> okay, why were you born in Manchester? Well, that's where my father... My father must have been working either in Manchester or in Liverpool because he was a customs and excise inspector, right. which meant he was always working in docks. So he would have been working in Liverpool docks or something. But we were living in Manchester. They were living in Manchester. And right. I was born in Manchester. Right. And we were only there for a couple of years at the most, I think. And then they moved on down to... to um, to Bristol. Right. To Sea Mills, where and we were today. Because he was going to work then in the Bristol docks. Right. Presumably. And so... And they had come from Bristol. My right. mother's... Yeah, because so yeah, they came back... Yeah, they, they came back to their grandparents, yes. to their parents. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. And so they moved... So you moved to Sea Mills, which is kind of just outside Bristol, yeah. where we were today. Yeah, we moved there. To, moved a, there. to a road called the Crescent that is a crescent. It is yeah. like a little crescent... Yeah. Like a... A crescent moon. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
How old were you? You were three? Or... Well, no, uh, I'm not quite sure. I think... <coughs> I think I was, I, I was three. I might have been four. Because I think we may have moved to Bristol when I was just four. And you live... I remember I had one year in... We were one year we were in a flat... Uh, which we, th- we then moved into Sea Mills. So I think when I moved into Sea Mills, I was five. Yeah, so I think I came to Bristol when I was three or four. Right, and so you lived there from what? Like Sea so Mills. I lived in Sea Mills from time I was five until uh, until I was eight or nine. Right, and then we then we moved to West Wickham. Right, so you were around about the age that I was when we moved to Coventry, I guess, um, from North Wales. When we moved to Coventry. Uh, I was eight when we moved to Coventry, so about the same age. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I I was a bit younger, actually. You moved... Yes. Because you were eight when we moved to Coventry, were you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, three till eight I was in North Wales. Um, so yeah I mean and tomorrow we're going to go to the Bristol Museum which we hope is actually going to be more like what you remember in your mind because architecturally at least it's going to pretty much be the same building yes yes and it probably I mean my memory of course is going to be unfortunate here but um, it probably will have some of the things in the same place you know some of the same aspects of it will be in the same places geographically you know which i may remember when i see them because i don't remember it now i couldn't tell you what what to look what to look for right but, but you remember the bristol museum from when you were a child yes. and i may it, i'm hoping that it may be a place where sort of it does things to remind me of it and make me think of it of what they of the, the fact that they were there i mean what can I, I don't did, did you go to the Bristol Museum with your dad then? With my mother, usually, oh, okay. in the week. She used to take me in the week. Um, yeah. And do you remember what you did there? Uh, well, no, I used to go around. I, I do remember, although I don't remember what it is, I do remember that I had a very definite knowledge and, you know, struck feeling of it. I mean, I, I you know... I mean, I got to know it very well. Right. So when I went to it, I was, I was in a place that I knew where things were and what, you know, and how it was arranged. Right. Right, so you've got a real sense of the geography in your mind, so it's going to be interesting to see if, if when you actually get there, if it feels the no, same no, way. I haven't necessarily got the geography now. We will see. Yeah. We will see. Well, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been fun doing this so far and interesting. I mean, it's, but like I say, the good thing is I feel like you've got the memories anyway. Like this is this, these are the kind of these are memories that you can access anyway, whether we manage to to, to relive them or not, really. Hopefully. Well, you can. Like you can, at the moment when you think about you, you've described quite a lot of times to me going to in to your childhood house which we were at today you've described walking down the street and how you know and do it all of your you can remember it in your mind right yes except that i don't remember the detail very often 
that's the problem that I will remember sort of a certain happening or sort of you know, performance or activity you know I'll remember it but I then won't remember the detail of it you know so that I have the feeling of it but not the and not the knowledge of it right so you're looking for the you're looking for the visual detail yeah, to correspond with the feeling you have any details you know any 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 material details about it yeah i i'm i'm probably don't remember them at all and we did i mean we went into the house today uh, we went into your childhood house. I mean, it was. It, we didn't manage. To, they didn't. We weren't allowed upstairs. And I think no. it, at first the guy in the house was quite wary of us, but I think he warmed to us by the end and yeah, came out and talked to us in the end. Yeah. But I um, mean, but but uh, but you but you went there. You've been in it. Um, and when uh, one of the things you said when you know, I said it didn't feel like I was walking on a, in a room that I'd walk, walk, walked in in the past. No, it didn't feel like that because. Um, and it didn't look it didn't look like the same room it didn't i mean if the same room had been uh if the wallpaper had been changed or if uh you know yeah it was a different furniture in it i would still have recognized that as the same room yeah but I, well, how it was now yeah it didn't seem relating to it at all well i think there were some structural changes but no, i also yeah but i also think it's definitely to do with the fact that when you're a child things are different sizes anyway different like when you go back to your primary school everything's tiny but when you were at there everything was the right size it was the same size as you and teachers were big you know and desks yeah. their desks were big yeah. you know so it, there's going to be an element of it that's that that it's just that that you remember it from a different perspective in the room. You know, you were the, you were at the wrong height walking around. You weren't walking around at, at five to eight year old eye line. You were walking around at your current eye line, which is, maybe is a little bit lower than it was a few years ago, but yeah, it's still it's still, still higher than that. Eight or nine, yeah. So I think there might be part of that. Yeah, it, is that could be. But, but it was interesting when we were walking around. You said um, that you, you 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 sort of looked at the garden. You were like, "My dad dug that. Like, you, my dad dug that garden." So that's the garden, is it? Yeah. You remember yeah, yeah. that these voices are from a radio play that's no. playing yeah, in the background. My father dug this garden. Did he? Remember when we Yeah, I mean, it's it just been built. That didn't be your And he actually dug the garden. Right. And, uh, uh, you know this trenching method that you use.
Right, there's another step. There you go. Oh. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you Thanks very much. much. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Very totally different. I thought it was totally I mean, different. Our house in Cardiff is totally different already. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. One minute in Cardiff, yeah. and that's not very long, is it? No. So Let I me didn't just look at the front garden. See if I can remember. No, this was this would have been a green garden. And he had there was a field out the back. I don't actually remember whether there, there was anymore. a garden. At the front? There must have been, mustn't there, yes. Well, not necessarily. Yes, I've forgotten that, but there was a garden front. And that would have been my bedroom. Right. And, and those, But the windows look different, I'm sure. Well, they have they, they, they've definitely been changed, the windows, because yeah, yeah. they're double glazing and they're modern, oh, of modern they framing. Yeah. I mean, everything's got yeah. changed. All of the windows and doors of nearly every house will have changed yeah. from yeah. then, um, because double glazing's become standard. People live there, on the end house here. So my sister has taken out her A to Z and spread it open and is looking at it and then me and my dad go to join her and also look at the map. Yeah, so he used to have a, a field but now it's yeah, that, now it's a church. I used to walk home here yeah. from the school. Would you want to go and have a look at the school? The school's That's still, the school. Yeah, the school yeah, is still there. Yeah, the guy said home. as well inside there exists. Yeah. Where's Portway? Port- this is the Portway. This road. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Now wait a minute. Where's come, the crescent? We came where in are this we? way. We're this here. is the crescent. Yeah. Right. Well, I used to. No, this is where the school is. There's the crescent. Is yeah. It? This there. is the crescent. I used to walk across a green here. Right. Yeah. That with looks, Donald Nelson. That makes sense. That's a green. R E C G R D. Whatever that is. And where's the school? The school is this yellow yeah, one. Yeah, and we used to walk to the school. Right, so you walked over that walked green, that, yeah, that, that literal green there you can yeah. see, and then you walked to that school. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. do you want When to, I was about seven. Yeah. Do you want to walk to the school? I don't mind. Do you want to drive to the school? I don't mind. Whichever suits you best. Well, whichever suits you best. I don't, won't recognise the school, probably, because I'm sure that's been changed, but, too. Well, do you want to go to the school? It's a particularly good time to go to a school because it's half term, so you won't have to worry about the kids in the school and all of that. I'm sure I, I won't remember the school, I don't think. Well, should we just take I'm a sure drive round then? Yeah, take a drive take and a then drive if suddenly round. something. We came, we came the school up, should be very close to the green. Yeah, which we've just walked across a green. Yeah, this makes. The this, church should be I've very got, close to got the right feel. That's right, a long bit of road down here. Should be on the left. Seamills Primary School, that's the entrance there by those fences. This wouldn't be the way in mostly. Ah, yeah, look, that's you can't the school, really. is it? Yeah, in front of us. Where? Where that lorry's just gone in, that is the school building. Oh, I'm not sure we can oh, go there, in. Oh, there, on the left. Yeah, so not that this. building there, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That is the school. Is it? But yeah, we can't really yes. go in or anything. But... No, I don't sort of immediately recognise it. No, again, I mean, it looks like probably the original building, but it's, but it's had a lot, lot done to it. it. The school was really impossible to get at because it was having building work that day and we did drive around a lot of the local area and we drove around the streets of Bristol looking for specific things that my dad remembered. Uh, We didn't manage to really see or find many of those resonances and it became clear to us that even though the seamills area where my dad had lived seemed unfamiliar to him now in many ways because of the little changes that actually... As I said earlier on in my conversation with my dad later that day, the area had remained quite similar to 
what it had been in the past, whereas most of Bristol or the outskirts of Bristol where we were have changed really substantially in the many, many years since my dad was there. In fact, Bristol has enlarged and become a much larger city and gathered in the suburbs and the other areas, the villages from the outside and brought them into it. So the city that we were moving through was not the same city in many, many ways that my dad had moved through as a boy. So there were definitely memories that were being jogged, even yeah. though it wasn't quite as much as you hoped for. Yes. Oh, no, no. I mean, it was... I, I, I mean, it was what I wanted to come for. I wanted to go to the place that I'd been and see it and, you know, see what it did to... what it, what it offered me and what, you know... Absolutely. But I didn't have ex- any particular expectations. I just didn't know. I thought, you know something we will have to see. Well, it's an experiment in a way, I guess, yeah, an experiment yeah. with your own yeah, kind of way that you can, in, in yeah, respond. Yes, so how far, that you, you know, mm. you can go back. Well, you know, the, 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 the general... Res- mm. the, the received wisdom is you can't go back. You know, you can never really recreate what you had. I think that's true. I do think that's true. But I mean, it can, but it can be a new thing. I think that's the thing. You can have a new relationship, a new thought, a new perspective yes. on that place. Yes, I agree with that too. Yeah, yeah. you can have it. Um, you know, except accepting the its appearance to you or its quality, whatever it is to you now, just accepting that. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's still, you still have memories. Yeah, and I think that, that it does seem to me that the memories that you do have that are strongest are when you're younger, right? Is that right? I mean, I, I keep trying to get you to say that in a kind of subtle way, but I'll just ask it. Well, the ones I most remember are the youngest ones. Yeah, that's part of the problem. I do remember there are later, but yes, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, I think that's generally accepted kind of general trend that that people who, the older they get, the more they remember their childhoods and the less they can remember the more recent times. And certainly even, I'm I'm 35 and I still find that the older I get, the more I think about my childhood. When I was, yeah, when I I did, I couldn't have made a show about my teenage years and my early years like I did recently. I I couldn't or wouldn't have done that at 19. I wouldn't have been interested. Um, Like I didn't remember, I didn't think about my teens or my childhood for years um, I didn't, you know, I had reasons not to, to be fair, but I didn't really think about it that much. But I mean, I think as I get older, I'm starting to think about, you know, that stuff more and more. I can only imagine that by the time yeah, I'm your age, it it'll be, it'll be really like a lot. You know, when when we talk, you know, often you, you, you it it seems to me that sometimes modern times are almost a surprise to you because your your memories are so much in the further back past that it kind of like the, the way the world is is now is kind of a surprise because yeah. you kind of your your mem- your memories are in the past yeah yeah i think that's true yeah i mean and i mean it's and it's interesting that now is the time you hmm? 
And it's interesting that now's the time you finally decided to write an autobiography, right? When, I mean, I've been saying to you for years, it'd be great if you did that. I think it'd be really interesting. And you've been like, no, 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 I must write fiction. I can't possibly write about myself. Oh, I'll offend everyone in the world. And then now you're writing an autobiography. Um, I can only write an autobiography because I have got over, uh, what do you call it, chronology that, I, that I've kept over the years, you know, way back. And I, just, I used to have a di- annual diary. Um, sometimes a diary I wrote, and sometimes simply a working diary. But um, I've forgotten what I'm talking about. Well, you, you, you—that's entirely appropriate, really. Um, yeah, I mean, like you, what, what you were saying is that the reason that you can write your autobiography is because you've got lots of records of yeah. what you've done, and that's yeah. true. But, that's but it's also you've chosen to do it now um, because yeah. I don't know why. Why have you chosen to do it? Oh, because why not? <laughs> I mean, it's something to do. It's a it's uh, you have the access to the necessary materials and that sort of thing, so it's a, yeah, it's a thing to do. Write an autobiography. Yeah. I mean, you know, using the chronology which I've got anyway, yeah. and just really expanding it. And do you think that coming back to Bristol and seeing these things, are you going to put that into your? I'm sure it will be in it. Yes, it yeah. will come into it. Yes. Well. I'm even more interested to read it when it's finished, although I've, I've already got the current copy. Well, it may never be finished. I may not make it long enough. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I mean, I think, yeah, I think I'll finish it in the next year. But we will see. Something, something to look forward to. Well, thanks very much for talking to me. Uh, we'll probably talk some more over this kind of road trip, but I think that's enough for now, for me, certainly, at least. Um, so, yeah, uh, thanks very much, Dad. Thank you. So that was day one of our Bristol journey. And next week's Gang Bear Acquainted will be day two, where we venture out into the city to the Bristol Museum to see if we can recapture some of the feelings and memories and experiences that my dad had there as a child. I'm really glad to have my little sister finally on the show. She has not been a guest so far. She may take part in future Getting Better Acquainted road trips, and I very much hope she will. And maybe one day I'll actually persuade her to sit down with me and have a conversation. But we'll see about that. I'm also very pleased to have my niece, Brianna, back on the show. And she appears with both her own and her mother's permission. After next week's part two of this, we will be entering the GBA 300 season where I'll put out a few different episodes to celebrate and mark 300 getting better acquainted. In fact, a lot more than 300 I've put out, but I've numbered them in a confusing way and so I'm arbitrarily deciding that every 100 official episodes i will do some kind of celebration some kind of reflection and that's what we'll be doing in a couple of weeks you can donate over on the soundcloud page you can follow getting better acquainted on twitter at gba podcast you can also like 
Getting Better Acquainted on Facebook. You can find Getting Better Acquainted anywhere the podcasts go to hang out on the internet, such as iTunes or Stitcher. That's it for now. So goodbye and remember, there are lots of ways to get better acquainted. Thank you.